He's absolutely right. I'm so sure cast. Hey everybody, welcome to the 97th episode of I'm So Sure Cast. I'm your host, Tim Riley. I'm here with Timothy Jim Sullivan. Hello, folks. Hello. How are we doing over there? And here we are. It is uh it's debate night, ladies and gents. It is debate night. We're uh, gonna rush through this so we can we can watch the debate. But I literally feel like uh, like it's one of those you know when you have something to do but you're so excited to do it you can't do anything else? Yes. That makes me think this podcast is gonna be terrible because I'm so fucking excited about the Come debate on, man. that I can't even focus, dude. It's gonna be an interesting debate, to say the least. And normally I'm not I get that, you know, grown-up people pretend that they're interested in states right. of the union and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I have no problem saying typically I'm super bored with all that stuff. Yeah, I usually watch the first 30 minutes and then I shut it off. But there's this perfect storm of absolute batshit craziness that both sides offer. Oh, it's going to be great. That I'm I'm really excited for it. It's like... Uh, I don't know. It's like watching an elephant and a lion fight. If he can't figure out the difference between an elephant and a lion, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Imagine if it was um, being hosted by like Comedy Central. That would be great. <laughs> It'd be fucking awesome. Um, even though Comedy Central is more left wing than CNN at this point. Right, but, right. But you know what I mean. It would be great to just treat it like what it is, which is a verbal exhibition match that has no bearing on civility. Or status quo. It's a totally unique thing, unlike any debate we've seen in my lifetime. Folks, he's absolutely right. Do you know what I mean? And everyone pretends, by the way, that this is like new. This is actually, if you, you know, if you read about Senate hearings, especially in the like 1830s, they would literally physically assault each other on the floor of the Senate. So the temperature has been way higher than it is now in the past. But as far as our lifetime goes, it's, uh, you know, this is going to be unreal. It's pretty toasty. Because, you know, we think that civility and doing things with manners is just the way things have always been. Yeah. Because that's how it's always been in our lifetime. Right. But it's it's really just a little reprieve from the chaotic nature of what typically is politics. Interesting. So maybe we're just inching back towards what uh, what it was in the past, you know? Yeah, that's that's possible, dude. Okay. I mean, we're just a dot on a continuum, you know. Nothing about this world is written in nature that it needs to be the way it's always been. You know? That's really deep, man. Yeah, thanks. It's pretty profound. Um <clears throat> So I just saw a fruit fly f- fly by. Dude, so it's been yeah, weeks. Yeah, I saw I saw one earlier too. So I just wanted to let you guys know that um I don't know if we already discussed this, but the fruit fly genesis apparently this does have, according to the polls, massive interest, too. Fruit flies can smell rotting fruit from over a kilometer away. Really? Which, that's got to be pretty far. You not couldn't really translate that into miles? What are you, not fucking American? What, to like 30 feet or something? <laughs> um, but then they can enter through screens because they're tiny, usually smaller than you even think fruit flies are. Right. Because the ones you see are adult fruit flies, so they're bigger, right? Yep. So they come into your house, they find the rotting fruit. Then they can lay up to 500 eggs a day. Jesus. On the rotting fruit. And then they just keep hatching and they have week-long lifespans. 
So do they eat the fruit, or they just use that as a vehicle for giving birth? Yeah, they eat it and give birth on it so the young can eat the rotting fruit. I don't know why it has to be rotting. I don't understand that fucking part. So you'd think a fruit fly would just find, like, a apple orchard or a pear tree. Right. And just hang out there for eternity. Yeah, like, get the fuck out of my house, dude. But they're going to go into some idiot's apartment that just bought one banana? Seriously. Seems a little weird. It does, doesn't it? I don't know. But fruit flies are amazing. But they I don't think the they get enough credit for the uh, the just deeply interesting bug that it is. Don't get the fuck out. I get a bug or an insect. Probably an insect, right? I'm, I'm going to go with insect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if there's a difference, but that's what I'm going to go with. Insects have like less than six legs or something. Ah, I forget what it is. I got to look it up now. Oh, no. You're thinking of um, um, humans. Oh, that's right. All right. Let me see. Bug versus insect. Let's see what he says, folks. Let's see what comes up. Oh, dude. A bug is defined as belong. Oh, all right, let's give me fucking Latin. I hate Latin. It's characterized by three-part bodies, usually two pairs of wings and three pairs of legs. So, yeah, six legs. Really? That's actually true? Yeah. I thought you were totally full of shit. Let's see what a fruit flower is. The listeners are just dozing off in their cars. <laughs> uh, I don't fucking know. Sometimes Google sucks. You ever notice that? Sometimes it's great. It, um, uh, you know what I like it, uh, when you Google something and the text box yes. perfectly addresses it? Right. But Here, that's the problem with people's current knowledge of political climate. Well, that's true. But the thing, too. All right. Let's say you. Whoa. Oh, sorry. I thought that was a real bug on your screen. Uh, did you really? Yeah. So say you <laughs> Google something, and you know when you can preview in the article where it says the sentence yes. relevant to your search? I love that. When you click the article... You can't find it. If it's a 40-fucking-page oh. article, like it should just bring you right to that section, don't I agree. you think? I totally agree. Or at least highlight it? I agree. I totally agree. Because, you know, if I'm doing it on the computer, it's fine. I can just control F it. But it's really fucking annoying. Jesus. You're a big guy. For you. <sighs> ah, so what else, dude? Dude, I'm a, I, all I can think about is shooting guns now. You lo- you're a gun nut. I'm a gun nut. I have to stop myself like every day from buying more guns. So you fall asleep at night just dreaming about squeezing that trigger. Oh, my God. Yep. I do. I really do. I actually don't even fall asleep because I just stay awake all night thinking about it. You should call Kev's dad and just see if you can just have, go up whenever you want. Yeah, I'm like, what's a membership cost? So he has like 10 acres? He's got like 15 or 17 acres or something. Holy shit. Is it all barren or does he have a bunch <clears throat> of shit on it? It's all barren. My God. But like we went, uh, you know, we went there and he's like, here's the four-wheeler. Put all your shit on the four-wheeler. So we're just stacking guns and ammo on the four-wheeler. And then uh, he starts driving out, and then I see, like, a pile of, like, all this, like, shit, just, like, old shit. I don't know, like, propane tanks and metal plates and canoes and shit. And I'm like, oh, let's fucking shoot this stuff. Haha, <laughs> like, totally kidding. And he's like, yeah, that's a, tra- a pile of trash. If you guys want to shoot any of that stuff, just grab it. And I was like, what? So <laughs> we're, like, piling shit onto, like, the trailer of the fucking four-wheeler. Um, and then we just oh, go man, out there I wish and it went out, but dude, this put shit so everywhere. Awesome. Dude, it's almost like he's like a, f- oh, his existence is just fantastic because he, as a kid, as a person right now, whatever we are, people, adults, yeah. 
whatever. Millennials. Think about how fun it would be to buy a 30 rack of beer just to shake them up and shoot them with guns. Oh, it'd be great. We go to his fucking in the woods at his shooting range. He's like, oh, and here's a 30 rack of old beer if you guys want to shoot these. We're like, are you fucking kidding me? This is awesome. That's so much more fun than a proper yeah. shooting range. So then we're shaking them up and putting them like 100 feet away and just exploding them and shit. Dude. Uh, and then he works at like a place that has lots of scrap metal. So he has like these metal plates and stuff, which if you shoot with a nine millimeter or like a 22, it just makes the ping sound. Yeah. And leaves like a little dent. But then if you shoot them with like the rifle, it fucking blows a massive hole straight through it. Dude. It's just so satisfying. Can we go up there soon? I want to partake. Oh, in for sure, dude. You know, like a 45 pound weight, like plate that you put on a thing you bench press. Yeah. We had one of those out there. Did the rifle go through it? Right fucking through it. Jesus, dude. Isn't that unbelievable? So if you had a Bible in your front pocket, it wouldn't <laughs> protect you against the rifle. Definitely not. What about the nine millimeter? Definitely not. Damn it. Man, that sounds fucking awesome. So fucking satisfying. So he just had does he does he do this all the time in his own backyard? I think so. He so he set up a range, but he's like, listen, I don't know if this is the range yet. I want you guys while you're out here to kind of look around, and if you see a better area, then we'll cl- like clear it out, and we'll make that the range. But also, we were shooting there for fucking six hours or yep. some shit, and then eventually he came out. He's like, all right, can you guys stop? Because you know, <laughs> Amy's trying to study, and we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How far from the house were you? Um, Like, how long of a four-wheel I'm not good drive at, was at uh, distances. I mean, if you were... So, he drove the four-wheeler, and me and Kev walked. Okay. It's probably like a like a, like a seven or eight-minute walk. Okay. All right. So, not like crazy far, but like far enough where you can't even really see the house anymore through the woods. How much money and ammo did you spend on this? So, that's the thing, dude, is I thought that I was going to blow all my ammo. How did, much did you bring? Didn't even come close. I brought like fucking close to 300 rounds and i probably shot like 20 or no probably more than that. i probably shot like 50 rounds of nine millimeter and i probably shot fucking 50 rounds of five five six so i still have tons of ammo left nice dude yeah and we were out there for like six hours that's amazing and then he had the kev had his dad's shotgun so that's fucking so much fun because you just blow goddamn basketball-sized holes and everything. I saw the footage of Kev shooting off the shotgun. Yeah, I dared. So much fun. Oh, man, I want to do this. Can we go, like, next weekend? Maybe. This weekend or next weekend? I don't give a fuck. I just want to go up. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll contact Kev. We'll see. So this is this kind of is confirming my theory, which I was saying to Kev. I was like, I think some people... Not a lot of our friends are very into guns other than Uncle Nick, right? Right. So... A lot of them aren't really sure what to expect of like, hey, let's go shoot guns in the woods. But I was like, listen, nobody's going to agree to this. But then once people see some videos and here we had a good time, they're going to be so down next time. And he's like, definitely. And I think that's definitely what happened. Yeah. Well, I honestly, I love that shit. I think I've only been to the range twice, to be honest. But I was on board. But, you know, because, you know. You had certain duties. Yeah. I'm golfing Sunday. It's hard for me to, uh, you know leave for the entire weekend right and i honestly told jess i was like i probably won't be there that long probably like because again i was expecting to go through all my ammo in like fucking an hour right i was like i'll probably be gone for like two hours how were you able to milk it or did you just use a lot of kev's 
dad's ammo. No, it was just like we showed up. We shot the shit with his dad for a bit, which he's like fucking so classic. And then uh, we went out and kind of shot the shit some more and pointed at shit and laughed and stuff. Yep. And set up targets. And then I had to dial in my scope. So, because it's brand fucking new. Right. So you take like three shots. You put the rifle down. You walk to the thing. You see where they are. You adjust the scope. You take three more shots. And you keep adjusting until you figure out what you're dealing with. Where center is and shit. Yep. But I've got it pretty good. So like if I'm shooting at, you know, 25 yards. Or actually now it would be 25 feet. 25 to 30 feet. Yep. Actually, fuck. It was 50 feet. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm Jesus, so sorry. Jesus, dude. Which is it? 50 feet. I have to aim like four inches above my target because the scope sits four inches above the barrel of the rifle. Ah, gotcha. Okay. But then when we were shooting like 120 feet, that's when I can just put it spot on the fucking dot and just lace fucking Bud Lights like oh, nothing. That's great, dude. And then we like put a Bud Light in a can, a Bud Light in a tree like super far away. One shot, fucking thing exploded. Really? I was like, this is great, dude. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, that sounds fucking Nothing excellent. like shaking up a Bud Light, throwing it on the ground and shooting it with a shotgun and, and the watching thing it just explode. exploding. Oh, that is just so satisfying. Isn't it? Man, I want to do that. Well, hopefully this time next year I'll be living in remote New Hampshire. And I thought that I was, because I, <clears throat> last time I went to the range, I was quite practiced. Yes. So I was like pretty good with a handgun. I am absolute dog shit with a handgun now. So it's a perishable skill. It absolutely is. Yes. Interesting. Interesting. Yes. So now I got to go back because I need to improve my fucking handgun skills again. Because if someone broke in right now, I'm fucked. They're that bad. They're pretty fucking bad, dude. What What is the average threshold of success for a handgun? So say someone has a gun, they know how to use it, but hasn't actually shot. Say it's a nine millimeter. Yep. Someone breaks in and they're standing 10 feet away. Oh, 10 feet's easy. 10 feet you're going to So when does the margin of error get to be a little dicey here? Uh, Like 30 feet gets pretty... 20, 20, 30 feet, it might get a little tougher. Okay. Uh, Oh, sorry, guys. Um, I mean, did I show you my groupings? Your groupings were impressive. Were they, though? I told you the time when... uh, when we went to the shooting range with DeBazio and we set up watermelons everywhere. Oh, yeah. And they were like, what the fuck? And the lady comes out. She's like, guys. <laughs> They're just all fucking watermelon guts everywhere. You're going to pick that up, right? They're like, so Aww. funny, dude. Shooting a water. You should have brought that to Kev's dad's house. So right when I showed up, right, I shot. Um... Oh, no. Oh, don't you hate that? Did you see that? Just lands on a dick pic. <laughs> Oops. This was me emptying like six shots. Well, dude, nice. You got it once. Oh, there you go. So you got it four times. Yeah. So three hit the body of this target. One hit random on the paper, and and one hit the lady behind it. The other one's just completely missed. So that's terrible. Then this was like the next one, still terrible. Yeah. All over the body. None of them in the center. There's four of them. The rest of them didn't hit. And then after like a little bit, it got a little better. Ooh, much you know, better. They're much all better. on the paper. They're kind of near their fucking targets. Much better. But it's tough because when you when you and how far away were you? That was about fifty feet. Well, no, that was about thirty feet. I'm okay. sorry. Um, but when you haven't been doing it for a while, you kind of like you're anticipating the 
explosion to happen. Yes. And then because you're doing that, you end up like jerking the fucking gun. Right. Right before it shoots. Right. Which fucks you. So you got to like calm the fuck down and just slowly squeeze and then it's all fine. It's all well and good. Jeez. Do you find that like if you're physically stronger, you're better at shooting a gun? No, because if you are squeezing the shit out of the thing, you're going to fucking yank it too. You got to actually like hold it. No, but that's what I mean. Like I feel like if you are fucking jacked, so you have really (laughs) strong arms. Yeah. I feel like it's easier for you to just hold steady a pistol. Well, that's the thing is you're like, you're, you're not supposed to like fight it. Like if, like if you pull the trigger, it's going to recoil. You have to let it recoil and then it will just fall straight back. If you fight it, you're going to like, no, not fight the recoil. But I'm saying like, if you, if you're honing in on a target, I feel like it's probably easier for you to just stay steady on that target before you fire than somebody that's getting lazy, you know, not Jack, but like strong. I mean, I guess dude, (sighs) We'll have to get DeBasio to call in. I wish DeBasio would call in and give us his gun expertise. What do you want, dude? The government took my guns, dude. I'm fucking eating yellow, dude. What do you want? (laughs) I remember the day that the Stadies came to get his guns. (laughs) (laughs) And because I think he I think he had like the majority of his guns in the safe. And they're like, is this it? And he was like, nah, there's some more over here. And he just had guns in like random places throughout his bedroom. <laughs> and his parents were like, what the fuck? You've had all this upstairs? He's like, yeah. He's I love how he's either like, what the fuck, dude? Or he's like, yeah. Yeah. Total manic personality. <laughs> he's either absolutely livid or just like comatose and oxied up. Let's see if there's any good... Uh DeBazio We need to get a theme song for the DeBazio theme. I know. I keep meaning to do that, dude. Uh... Dude, remember that story in Massachusetts where... Massachusetts. Massachusetts where the kid killed himself and they arrested the girlfriend because she said, like, just do it. Yes. And everyone was like, oh, this is great. She's a piece of shit, whatever. And I was the only one that didn't think that was a crime. Not saying she's a good person. I'm not arguing that she's not a terrible person, but I don't see the crime there. It's not, a, it's not against the law to be a terrible person. But everyone was like, yeah, but she encouraged him to do it, so she's culpable in assisting it, whatever. She's an accessory. And I don't know. Obviously, I'm, uh, you know, they, they arrested her, whatever, convicted her. If the, he, Here's a perfect, perfect reason why this should never be a law. This fucking kid, jokingly, but you would not know that from the context, says he's going to kill himself four times a week. Yeah. But we know he's joking, so we just go, yeah, yeah, whatever, man. Just end it tonight. If this poor son of a bitch actually does wind up killing himself, and the cops are going through his text messages, now, so we can just be arrested for that? (laughs) Like, I'm serious. Like, this is... Well, laws have implications because they affect everybody across the board. I don't think we ever say just do it. I think no, but even if we did, it would be a joke. That shouldn't be a crime to say just do it. Like, I know he'll say, I'm going to probably fucking blow my brand set out, <laughs> out tonight. I'll be like, what will the note say? And right. And he's just like, well, fucking leave one, dude. Leave everyone guessing. Right. Uh, he will just randomly just say... <laughs> What did he used to say? I just love the Eric come over, need dome. 
<laughs> that made me laugh so hard. He and Eric have, have funny quips. They do. They really do, folks. I woke up the next morning under my bed, which I thought was weird. Uh, DeBasio. We should get him on the podcast. He would never come on. There's just too much, dude. There's not really any one good thing this week. Well, it's all right. He's he's a well of great, great lines. You're a big guy. I love how he's like always shitting himself, too. Yeah, he's... And it's always like, what'd you eat? He's like, oh, I fucking got Thai food last night. Well, no shit you're shitting yourself. Well, because I feel like one week he's a vegetarian watching his figure, and then the next week he's like eating fast food three times a day for a week straight. Oh, dude, fucking... My stomach hurts today, dude. Well, what'd you eat last night? Oh, these fucking burgers that were in the back of the fridge for like two months. He's going to have the the most awful physique when he's like 50 because... He has the metabolism of a rattlesnake, so he can eat whatever he wants, and he's super skinny. He'll have a huge Adam's apple. Well, yeah, but he'll do that thing where his arms, his whole upper torso skinny, except for just that egregious belly. You know what I mean? Right. Because to me, nothing looks worse than a beer gut on a guy who's otherwise skinny. If you're kind of filled out and chubby, he's right. it folks. doesn't look that bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's right, folks. But he would look like fucking Cat in the Hat. Because he just has these skinny arms. He's fucking nuts, dude. Hairline's looking <sighs> rough, too. Hairline does look pretty rough. Dude, what else, man, huh? Dude, I don't fucking know, man. I mean, we went out to eat on... Fr- oh, so to, starting today or yesterday, you can sit at the bar now in restaurants? You're kidding in me. In Massachusetts, Massachusetts? But you couldn't do that on... Um, on fucking Friday. Friday we went to... Uh, oh, and it, I feel like it was also revealed that fry, at, at uh, Kruger's, you can just eat off the Olivia's menu. Right. I didn't I didn't know that was a thing until... Because I feel like the only reason people would not be in the mood for Kruger's is understandably because they're not in the mood for pizza. Right. But now that's not even a thing. <clears throat> wow, that was cool, huh? Yeah. Um, yeah, the things coming on plastic plates... Oh, with, I hate that crap. With cheese on everything kind of pissed me off. And I bit. don't know if that was because it's outside or if that's just a COVID thing, but either way, it's annoying. It's fucking dumb, dude. What does it have to do with anything? Just it doesn't. Just put on a goddamn fucking plate. None of this stuff has to do with anything. Honestly, why is there not a giant task force straight from the CDC studying New Hampshire? New Hampshire has been open as if it's... 2018 all fucking summer dude i was walking down the strip on an 89 degree night everybody's sweating no one's wearing masks shoulder to shoulder going to bernie's going to wally's i went to a fucking karaoke bar with you in august people spitting on the microphone singing dancing sweating there was no fucking covid spike in new hampshire nobody died so Tell me again. I'm sure I'm like nobody. Why the lockdowns are necessary? Because instead of quoting, citing some unknowable figure like, well, if we did a lockdown, there'd be this amount of people dead. It's like, dude, we have been masked up and locked down for six months and we have the third highest death rate in the country and the highest unemployment rate. So tell me again, you fucking geniuses, that this was all worth it and like you're vindicated by the data. If anything, the data completely eviscerates your case that there's any correlation between lockdowns and low COVID numbers. Because again, New Hampshire has been fucking open the entire summer. 
And you're like, oh, no, they still had restrictions. Oh, really? So you were at the strip. You went to Bernie's in August, in July. And you're going to tell me that they were really fucking strict with social distancing. Ugh. And isn't this good news, by the way? Well, it's fantastic news. That's what it is. I just don't understand it. I really think people now, because it's become so enveloped in in politics, that if you just pull the average person, hey, real quickly, if if you have the option, COVID deaths go up or down before the election, I act, genuinely think a ton of these people would prefer it go up because of the optics of it. Folks, he's absolutely right. So tell me again who's like thinking for the greater good or not. Now, is there a spelling difference between envelope and envelope? No. That's, I mean, why isn't the fucking media talking about this? <laughs> well, this is the kind of hard-hitting news that I really wish the mainstream media would focus more on. That's kind of when I started, my respect started dwindling, you know? Yes. When they started, you know, ignoring ignoring stories like why do flammable and inflammable mean the same thing? Exactly, dude. Or why, do, why does canny and uncanny have no correlation exactly dude the fact that when i turn on the news we're talking about like wars and pandemics and healthcare, it's like dude you guys think you have your finger on the pulse of what's actually bewildering and they haven't even touched the whimsical world of the english dictionary and i just wish more people would do that you know what i mean thanks folks like you get so tasteful He's so tasteful, this netwet. Jesus. Oh. oh, God, man. The fucking debate tonight. It's going to be so good. It's going to be great because... I wonder who's opening for DT. I wonder if Biden's going to do... <laughs> I wonder if Biden's going to do his thing where he talks real he, soft. Now, here's the thing. Like this. We need better education. And that's not a joke. For our kids. And also, a black man invented electricity. Listen, here's the thing. We need to take taxes and, well, because, well, my dad, when I, <laughs> when I was, so he could drive a car like you wouldn't even, because here's my, the thing. My favorite line is, my, I think my favorite line ever, or my favorite moment ever by any U.S. president, is when Trump was grilled about... <laughs> we need to put that on the soundboard. When they go, oh, uh, what, what, which Bible do you like better? Or which, which book of the Bible do you like best? He goes, the Bible. And they go, oh, okay, cool. What's your favorite? Can you recite like a verse or anything? Uh, no, it's, you know, the Bible's so personal to me that I'd, I'd rather not. And they go, uh, alright, are you a New Testament or an Old Testament guy? And he goes... Probably equal. <laughs> like, we're just like, fuck, I don't know the answer to this question. I'll just say both. So clearly has never even read a Bible. <laughs> oh, my I love, God. I love the uh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> probably equal. <laughs> well, it's going to be weird because if Biden, if it, when Biden starts floundering, like, a fish that accidentally, you know, jumped up onto a boat. Like, is it going to look too... I know that Trump's already a bully and he's already brash and he's already, you know, an unsympathetic figure. But is it going to look too much like, you know, metaphorically kicking a puppy dog if he shits all over Biden, who's clearly, you know, an old man 
at a point in his life where, you know, will probably be someday? Or is it going to be, you know, entertaining? Both. Like, is it going to be like the kid picking on the retarded kid at school? Or is it going to be, you know, just an entertaining little battle of nitwits? (laughs) Well, I didn't didn't really like that comparison, but uh, probably both. (laughs) Oh, man. But I don't, you know what? I, I, I think it's going to be great because so they're going to attack Trump on this tax crap. They're going to attack Trump on the job loss, which is hilarious. It's hilarious that the most pro lockdown people are pretending to be upset by the unemployment numbers. Right. So. Because he did what you wanted him to do, you're now holding that data point. It's 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 too stupid to even respond to, and then but it's going to be just interesting to see if Biden can actually put together a concise answer to the bulk of the questions, or just you know, kind of find his way through a sentence like an old man wandering through a parking lot, not knowing where he parked. What kind of count was it? shit i think it was a tammy i really gotta dial back that background noise i mean i do like chris wallace though i think chris wallace is a pretty a pretty straight reporter yeah you know yeah he's right he's He's right you know he's a a likable guy you know who i can't stand though who amy goodman who the fuck is that she's on democracy now what the hell is democracy now Listen, you. I'm telling you, you don't want to know. Uh, I gotta look this up. Oh no, she's terrible, dude. What's her name? Amy Goodman. Maybe I've seen. Maybe I've cut a glimpse. You've of definitely. If I played a clip of her voice, Goodman? you'd be like, "I've heard this lady." Yeah, yeah. Let's see. She doesn't. It doesn't get any more. Oh yeah, I've seen this lady. Yeah, before. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, nah, I think Anna Navarro is the dumbest person on TV. But yeah, well, she. So my rule is, if you, if if a woman, I get this is sexist, whatever, really don't care. <laughs> Jeez. But if a woman lets herself go gray and long, gray and short's fine. If you want to do Jamie Lee Curtis's thing, that's fine. But if a woman lets herself go gray and long, she is flirting with a north of seventy percent chance that she's actually insane. And my theory definitely checks out. Yeah, I'm actually. Kind of doing a. Quick- Can you think of one woman? I'm not saying they're not nice people, and I wouldn't. Yeah, I'm. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just objectively. If you can think of one woman, and there may be an exception, but if you can think of several women with long gray hair, you will definitely find that the majority are crazy. I don't mean crazy like wandering down the street. You know, mouthing the alphabet. I'm I'm just saying like crazy, like blaring NPR in the morning while feeding her seven cats kind of crazy. You know, like a harmless kind of crazy. Right. I cannot. It checks out. Trust me. Yeah, it does check out. Even I mean, Karen admitted that it checks out. Karen? Yes. Karen? Because it's true. It's true, man. It's oh, look. <laughs> update from CNN. Biden will challenge Trump over COVID, the economy, and his personal conduct. Wow. How? You're kidding me. Wow, you've got quite the sleuths over there. How did you predict that that'll be discussed? You're kidding me. You really got the uh, Michael Peterson impersonation down. You're kidding me. 
You're kidding me. About four or five times. You're kidding me. Mm-mm. That's what he's claiming. <laughs> oh, man. Mm-mm. I got to give that guy credit for holding a straight face. That's what he's claiming. You're kidding me. Oh, wait. Was she a great big fat person? <laughs> great big fat person is my favorite. My favorite phrase. It really is a good one. It really is a good phrase, dude. Ah, it's excellent. Are you kidding? Uh, Man, we really got nothing. Absolutely nothing. Listen, if you love us talking about nothing. Oh, that reminds us, dude. Oh, fucking Ian Arietta, man. He's the man, dude. He's our, he's our guy. He's our guy. He's our George Martin. If you like music, dude, what you're going to do, all right, is fucking check out Mad Passenger. Mad Passenger is awesome. And you're just going to go on whatever social media thing you feel like and typing in Ian Arietta, and you're going to follow him and just do whatever he tells you to do. Every time I watch a Mad Passenger video or listen to their songs, it gets me amped up to play music. He's absolutely right. Because I listen to music all the time. And I love playing music, but for some reason, Mad Passenger gets me gets me stoked up. Yeah, gets I listen, me gassed up. I listened to music once. Yeah, you did. But and, no, Mad Passenger really is awesome. And then uh, Alex Abo, obviously fantastic. Ah, he's the best, dude. Check out the grubs if you, if you like music. Alex narrowly escaped the inferno that is California. He was out there when the, uh, when the latest batch of blaze was going through you're kidding me but he made it out thank god he made it out also chris ring dude fantastic guy chris ring he's great go on instagram follow legit tasty bro legit tasty chris yeah chris when is chris is chris gonna stay in california what's the deal i would ask him but he's always fucking pissed off all the time he's pissed off yeah he's always pissed you sound pretty pissed i'm always pissed that's how i know like i can detect it I think he wants to kind of get out of California personally, but I'll let him. I'll let him answer that question if anyone. Well, I can't tell because it's like okay. it's fine. It's like I get when Chris shits on California, but it's like you know, it's like you complaining about your mom, and then your friend goes, "Yeah, dude, your mom's being a bitch." And you're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" Only I have the right to complain. I feel like that's the dynamic with California. I feel like Chris would be like, "California is being ridiculous about this," and then if I say, "Yeah, why don't you just fucking move out of that shithole?" I go, oh, dude, everybody thinks that California's just made up a bunch of fucking hippies. You know what I mean? No, I th- well, I think he would... I say this with love, Chris, by the way. I think- and obviously you're going to get pissed at this part, but... <laughs> I think he would completely agree with you. He'd be like, I know, dude, everyone's fucked. Well, sometimes when I sometimes when I ask him about California, he gets a little fucking salty. Really? Which is fine. It's just fine. Jeez, but- we might have to have a call in. We need to call in a word. Imagine he out. calls in and leaves us a super angry voicemail. Just to- <laughs> <laughs> Chris, just text me if you're pissed about it. He's All like, right? I'm not going to text you. I'm just going to revoke my fucking monthly subscription. Well, we already got into it with the fucking shoes months ago. We had a huge sho- battle with the Listen, shoes. The shoes was the shoes was something else. And I was Be- the only one with my perspective on the argument. So it was like five against one. And so typically you'd think, oh, something's awry here. Everybody disagrees. Well, and some people didn't really grasp actually your argument, though, I think. No shit. Everything they said was totally unintelligible and dumb. And I was trying to understand where they're coming from. And I still don't know. This includes Nick, Chris, 
I think Dave was just playing devil's advocate. I don't think he really had a, a dog in the fight. I think Dan Sullivan joined in. Everyone piled on against me. And I still don't understand what they said. And this all originated because Kev... It was because Nick Natalia was on the show. Oh, that's right. I thought and he was... made a wise crack. He cracked wise about my shoes, which that's is fine. Was. Yeah, yeah. Which is totally fine. I can obviously fucking take a joke. <laughs> and then uh, I defended myself. And then that spurred this ancillary argument the next day on Instagram. And everyone was calling each other names. And it got a little heated. It did get heated, yeah. But, you know, whatever. That's fine, man. Don't even fucking worry about it, okay? Uh, I, I actually like getting into heated exchanges, so... I know you I, do. I welcomed it. Yep, I know you do. I just like... I'm, you know what? I'm always in a good mood. I'm a happy guy. I really am. And my li- I enjoy life. My life's peaceful. I'm close with a good core group of friends. And so, getting into a heated, impassioned argument is kind of nice once in a while. You know what I mean? It satisfies that kind of... Sure, man. It's like when it's like when you know school teachers go to bullfights in Barcelona. Does it happen a lot? You know what I mean? It just kind of it's their outlet to get that visceral need of rage out vicariously. Which is why you want Mark the Shark on the show so bad. Here's all right. So I've actually rethought. I the invitation is still out there. Anyone who ever wants to come on the show, especially to debate, you always have an invitation. So I want to make that clear. But. The reason why I've had a little bit of second thoughts as to whether that's a good idea or not is because, and I'm doing this for my own sake, not for his, I fear I'm going to be too overwhelmed with my actual emotions that I'm going to say something really mean to him, and then I'm going to feel guilty about it, and it's going to ruin like my subsequent week. You're kidding me. Because I just don't think I can control myself. Yeah, no, I don't think you can control yourself either, dude. You know what I mean? And not like name-calling mean. Like, I mean, like, actual sincere critiques that I feel like I'm going to just feel bad about. I don't want I don't want guilt. Nobody wants guilt. No, trust me, dude. I fucking get it. But having said that, the invitation is still on. If you want to <laughs> to come on, by all means. Because, I mean, every day I open his stupid Twitter account. Not open his account, but see it on my feed. Right. And it's honestly like if there was a bot designed. To piss you off? Not even just to piss me off. Just objectively speaking, there was a bot designed to mouth the dumbest possible take on every single issue. It would be Mark Truck's account. You know what I mean? Maybe that's what it is. Maybe he's just an algorithm. Maybe he's not even a real person. That would explain a lot. And it would make me feel better. Okay. So, I don't know. I'll have to ask Jack Dorsey. See if that's an actual thing. I don't know. Oh, man. You got anything else? Like, what the fuck, dude? What else? I literally would plan to check out so much shit, but then I got home so late, and fucking the goddamn debates are tonight, so I can't yeah, think about anything. this week feels weird. I keep thinking it's like Thursday today for some reason. It isn't. I'm just all mentally clouded. Yeah, yeah, dude, you're a fucking moron, bro. I think I need, like, acupuncture or something. What the fuck? I don't know. Never, something I've never done before that's supposed to ease tension. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you uh, go, get to a the, massage. go to the chiropractor, dude? They'll crack the fucking shit out of you. Would you recommend your massage lady or a chiropractor if you'd only pick one? Massage lady? I got a lot on my shoulders. Well, massage lady is literally a stone's throw from your parents' house, so. That's a good point. 
And I have thrown stones over there. She's a little bit, uh... She's a little bit left, though. Ah, oh, God. Well, I wanted to talk about politics with her. Damn it. <laughs> um, well, that's all right. I'll, um... Oh, Sammy Paps might come on, I heard. Yeah, when's he coming on? He's uh, going to talk to his wife, and then he's going to come on. For permission? Yeah. Or just, like, when a good day would be. Nice, dude. And uh, Liz Bills is coming on October 6th. October 6th. Is that, that's next Tuesday. October 6th at the Wang Theater. It's a week from today. Is it really? Yeah. You're kidding me. You're kidding me. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pitch was a little off. But. Yeah, that's right. Oh, my God, dude. I just want to buy like 27 acres in fucking New Hampshire and just shoot guns all day. That'd be great, dude. Dude, why don't we get a potato cannon and just fucking shoot it out here, too? We could. I've made one before. We could do it again. Just shoot them in the ocean. Yeah, dude. It's a lot of fun, those goddamn potato cannons. And you can do the, uh, you can make it glow in the dark and do it at night. Make the potato glow in the dark? Yeah, you know the, um, glow sticks? You just put it all over it? Yeah, you just crack, crack a glow stick, put the green ooze on it. All over the potato? Put the potato in the PVC. Oof. Get to see Foop. that. Yep. That's what they say. Foop. Be yeah. great. Yeah. Something about a baking potato that really just makes for a great cannon. Right. Right, dude. One time this guy made one out of golf balls. I mean, not made one out of golf balls. Made he a shot fucking golf balls. potato cannon, but four golf balls. It's fucking unbelievably deadly. Dude. It was such a bad idea. Well, I've shot one of the proper, like, metal. It wasn't PVC. It was, like, the metal. Well, also, what's really cool is instead of using hairspray and a lighter, you could use an air compressor. So, like, you pump up the air compressor. Yeah, that's, like, what the fancy ones do. They just have, like, a throw switch, and it goes... Well, the golf ball one I did that was metal had an air compressor. Oh, you're kidding me. Yeah. You're kidding me. Um... Okay. I think it went. I think it went well over like 300 yards. Oh yeah, they do. They'll do that. It's uh, sweet. The one me and my brother built though was was hairspray and a lighter, and we did it in my two houses ago backyard, which is not like a backyard. You put a fucking you shoot a fucking potato gun off. <laughs> um, and he he started out like, you know, pretty almost parallel with the ground and i was like let's fucking lift that up a bit so then (laughs) we do like pretty fucking straight up went so fucking far we were listening for like 15 seconds and then we just hear like this loud fucking thud and we have no idea where it landed we think it hit someone's car or like their roof and we're just like let's just go (laughs) imagine how confused you'd be if you just see a potato come crashing through your bedroom window that was so fucking long ago that was like goddamn I don't know, 15 years yeah, ago. You, I remember that old house. Actually, it would have been more. It would have been like 17 years ago. Yeah, that would have been pre... That would probably would have been like 2004 or five, right? I would have been in Better Than New at that time. Ooh, yes, you would have. Oh, God. I mean, do we just call it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just call it. We should have... Well, I guess I'll check the email just to make sure nobody fucking said shit. Because I always forgot to fucking log. Yeah, check the email, dude. I'm on the verge of tears by the time we arrive at a spot, since I'm positive we won't have a decent table. (laughs) We do, and relief washes over me in an awesome wave. 
Oh, Mike Conti said, I was going to leave an envelope with $20 in it. Yeah, it happened for long enough that they should have kept it. I completely forgot about it. That's on you. I don't have Venmo. What? I'm so confused by everything that just says. That's a totally illiterate. Oh, 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 no, no, no. This is the original thing. Sorry. This is a giant cock. He said, I just heard your latest episode. I literally left and we didn't believe him. I literally left an envelope labeled the Tim's with a 20 in it at the one stop market on 97. Completely forgot about it until they handed it back to me a month or so later. You should rename it guilt trip, which I don't get the guilt trip part, but that's fine. And I said, haha, wait, did this actually happen? He said, I said I was going to leave an envelope with a 20 in it. Yeah, it happened for long enough. They should have kept it, but I forgot about it and they give a fucking back. So he actually apparently left us $20 to go pick up. At the one stop in Haverhill? Yeah. By the girl next door? <laughs> yeah. But how would we know to go there? I think he told me, but I was like, oh, this guy's obviously kidding because why it's not fucking 1930. Dude, that's actually pretty pretty hilarious. <laughs> it's pretty hilarious. That's so funny. Because uh, I go to that. That's the place I got my Weinstefaners at. Yeah, Weinstefaner. Oh, I love that beer. There's not really the... I kind of added that for Jewish solidarity. that beer, dude. Weinstefaner. You know? I know, man. All right, I guess that's it. Um, thank you to Chris Ring. He's got hydrogen psychosis. Crazy eye. Steve, they think you got crazy eye. Get him out of the fucking water. <laughs> thank you to Chris Ring and fucking Alex Abo and uh, Ian Arietta for supporting the show. Yes, thank you, folks. I, I'm not sure what you mean. Should how do we? Well, I'm I'm not in a position. Um. And everybody enjoy the debates tonight. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be hilarious. Be sure to get some fucking meme stuff going. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. (laughs) The one clapping so good. All right, folks, we clearly have nothing. Goodbye. Stop listening to this. Also, please rate us five stars and tell your friends. Goodbye. Uh, what's in the box? I'm so sure can.